Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smarky Singles Run on the Fourth Wall WrestleCast Network, which is also part of the amazing WrestleAddict Radio Network. I am Johnny Smarks, and this is my solo show. You know, sometimes I have to go on assignment and I have to miss, uh, you know, a regular show that comes out on the weekend. So I get to do this show and I get to talk more because on my show, I don't get to talk too much because, you know, Johnny Bones and Doc Haas, they talk a lot. And I'm a mark, and sometimes they don't like that. So, this is my short-form show where I get to talk about my favorite part of the WWE Universe, which is NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live. You can catch this show, well, it's kind of random. On weeks I'm on assignment, you'll hear this show. When I'm recording with the guys, you probably won't hear this, unless I have something really important to say. So, hopefully you'll hear this a little more than not. So... I have a lot to talk about this week. It is the go-home week to Royal Rumble, which is my favorite pay-per-view ever. I've always loved the Royal Rumble, and I'm so excited. It's that time of year that I get to share in my excitement of this event. And from the NXT and the developmental side of things, there are a lot of cool things happening, whether it be NXT TakeOver or Worlds Collide and you know the go-home NXT show. So let's start with the Worlds Collide tournament. So the Worlds Collide Tournament is going to be a network special that's filmed during Royal Rumble Access, which, side note, if you have never been to a Royal Rumble Access or WrestleMania Access or really any of the Access events, you really should check it out. It is worth the money and it is worth the experience. I got to meet Harley Race, which is, you know, he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time at WrestleMania 29 Access. And I got to meet a lot of other people too, so definitely worth it if you get a chance. The other cool thing is before NXT was really a show, you got to see a lot of them wrestle during Access. Now, of course, we see them every week, but back then there wasn't really uh, any chance to do that. Um, I did get to see, if I remember correctly, it's the first time I ever saw Cassius Ono. He was on his first run before he left and uh, it was a lot of fun. Anyways, back to this. Worlds Collide at Royal Rumble Access. It's going to be a good time. It is a 15-man tournament with the winner getting a championship opportunity of their choice, whether it be NXT, NXT UK, or 205 Live. But let's be honest here. Who knows if it's going to be 205 Live unless they're under 205 pounds. Let's be honest here. They're going to let them do it anyway because, you know, not everyone on 205 Live is 205 pounds. <clears throat> Tony Nice. <clears throat> Sorry. Something in my throat there. So, cool part about this, there's going to be a battle royal to start the event, and that's going to determine the order of matches and who's going to face who. And then that winner gets a bye to the second round, which, again, really cool. So, who are our contestants or competitors? From NXT, we have Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Jack. Keith Lee, and Shane Thorne. Now, Shane Thorne was not an original. It was supposed to be Otis Dozovic, but he got called up, I think. You know, he's been around, but they've had him in some weird spots with, with the Tucker Knight, and I don't know what's going on there. That's for another time. From NXT UK, Mark Andrews, Tyler Bate, Travis Bank, Banks. Ooh, forgot his last name for a second. Jordan Devlin, Zach Gibson. And from 205 Live, Cedric Alexander, Humberto Carrillo, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, and TJP. Now, I will be honest when I tell you, I really have no idea what's going to happen with this tournament. I do know there are some standouts, and there are going to be some people I know are going to move forward. Um, and then there's some that are there because they're good, but you know they're not on top of their uh, respective shows yet. So as far as standouts, definitely Adam Cole, definitely Velveteen Dream, maybe Keith Lee. I don't think Die Jack yet. Uh, from NXT UK, 
Definitely Tyler Bate. Definitely Zach Gibson. Maybe Jordan Devlin. And from 205, Cedric Alexander, Tony Nice. And I'm hoping Drew Gulak or TJP. You know, I don't think they've been used as well as they should have been. So that's really all I have on it. I, you know, I, I really don't know what's going to happen with this, but you know, that's 15 amazing uh, wrestlers that are going to be facing each other. And I can't wait for the Battle Royal because, like I said, Royal Rumble, Battle Royals, they're my thing. So moving on, we get to our Go Home to Take Over NXT show from January 23rd. And there was a lot of amazing action here as well. Starts off with Velveteen Dream and Undisputed Era having some words. And Undisputed Undisputed. Undisputed had some interesting words saying that they are all going to hold gold in 2019. And I honestly see that happening. I really see all four of them having some type of belt on them. And I think that's really cool. And I'm hoping that actually happens. That kind of means that Velveteen Dream is either going to have a dirty match to take over or he's going to take a loss. I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. Um, And for someone that really wants to be called up, I'm interested to see how he takes that. Now, the first match of the night, Oni Loken, Danny Birch versus Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel. So Fabian and Marcel, NXT UK competitors who are also good enough to be on NXT as well. This quite possibly was my favorite match of the night. Uh, The other two matches were very good, but there was just so much action going on here. I'm surprised that it was the first match because it kind of made the women's match not as good as it should have been. You know, if that went first, I would have more to say about it, and I'll get to it in a second, but this tag match was definitely the match of the night, in my opinion. So uh, if you haven't watched it yet, please do. There's a lot of action there. Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, they work so well together, as do Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel, but I don't know, man. One, two. I love one, two, so I'm going to go with them. And, and like I said, Great match, great match. So, our next match was Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai versus Amber Nova and Tanea Brooks. Again, if this match was before the first tag match, I think it, it would have went over better. You know, I think it was just so overshadowed by that first tag match. There were a lot of great spots in there, and of course, Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai look great. Of course, Io Shirai, at this point, in my opinion, has eclipsed Kyrie Sane and, um, Poor Kyrie, you know, she got that push, but it didn't really go anywhere for her. So I think EO is definitely going to take that. But again, should have been the first match. That's really all I have on that. And then finally, we get Velveteen Dream versus Bobby Fish. Now, I love Bobby Fish. I got to see him a few times on the independent circuit uh, before he came to NXT. And I can tell you that I am a huge fanboy for him, as I am a fan of Velveteen Dream. But, I, you know, I got so mad when and upset when Bobby Fish got hurt, um, and I'm glad to see him back in the ring and doing well. This was a great match. Uh, it, they're both so good at what they do, and Adam Cole on the outside, he's great. You know, he just does some great work to distract referees and, and other wrestlers. Uh, and again, another good match. I am surprised Velveteen Dream won, to be very honest with you. I thought Bobby Fish was going to get the pin here, but again, didn't happen. And then finally... To end the show, we have this weird brawl. Ricochet uh, is talking smack on Johnny Gargano, and Johnny Gargano comes out and sucker punches him, and then Tommaso Ciampa comes out and hits Ricochet, and then Aleister Black comes out of nowhere, and it's a big brawl. I wouldn't really have much to say on this, except I'm really excited because 
even though Candice LeRae got involved and pulled him away. It was heel DIY. Let's be honest here. This is the beginning of heel DIY, and I think a lot of us really want to see them back together and really see what a heel DIY can do. I mean, listen to the crowd. Hug it out, hug it out. DIY, DIY. We all want this. WWE, I know you listen to our podcasts. Make it so. Seriously. All in all, a great show to lead us to NXT TakeOver and the Royal Rumble weekend. And, you know, let's see what happens. So, we've reached the final part of the show this week. And that is my predictions of NXT TakeOver Phoenix. And I have a feeling some of you are not going to like what I have to say. But, whatever, it's my show. If you don't like what I have to say, start your own podcast. That's what we did. So, let's go from the top of the card down. So, our first match that I want to talk about is Chiampa versus Black. Now, this match I see going to Chiampa. I do not see Aleister Black winning the title back just yet, if at all, before he gets called up to the main roster at the end of this year or next year. Uh, Chiampa has been a fantastic heel champion. I really like his work, and he really deserves his title run, as did Aleister Black when he had it, but... I, I don't see Tommaso Ciampa dropping the title just yet, if at all, to Aleister Black. I really see Velveteen getting it first, but that's me. So next, women's championship match, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. Now, how do you make this match interesting? By having Shayna Baszler retain, yes, retain, but Bianca, Bianca Belair keep her undefeated streak. Easy. You bring in Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir to interfere, and there's a DQ, and there you go. Belair is still technically undefeated, and Shayna Baszler is still champion. I don't see, again, Bianca Belair being champion yet. If there's a clean pin here and Bianca Belair becomes champion, I will be very, very surprised. Does she deserve it? Hell yeah, she deserves it, but again... Heel champions are awesome, and I really like the work Shayna Baszler has been doing. Moving on from there, North American Championship match between Ricochet and Johnny Gargano. And i got to be honest with you, this match is one of the ones I am most excited for. These two are going to put on a clinic of high-flying and technical moves. I really think here there's going to be some interference, and you you heard me kind of stutter there because I don't, Really know what's going to happen. There's definitely be interference, maybe from Chiampa here. Um, I see Gargano winning the North American Championship. And then you have Heel DIY, even though it doesn't exist, both with titles and maybe something happens from there. Um, I would love to see Ricochet hold it, but I think the belt is going to Gargano. Next... Tag Team Championship match. We have the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly, and, <clears throat> excuse me, Roderick Strong facing the War Raiders. Now, if we're going to go with the goal of Undisputed Era holding gold, and I mean all four of them holding gold, how do you get past the behemoths known as War Raiders? I don't know how they're going to keep it. Do they drop them here and then get them back somehow? 
I I have no clue, but I'm really hoping for all four of undisputed all four guys of undisputed era to have gold at the same time. So while I think the War Raiders are going to win, I would really love to see Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly hold on to his belts, and the other two pick up belts as well. And finally, the match that's going to open tonight: Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Uh, I'm excited this got added on. I am a huge fan of Cassius Ono. I'm so glad he's back in NXT and. Matt Riddle, he's been impressing me. The bro character needs some work. But the guy is really good at what he's doing. And if you add Keith Lee into this mix, this is going to be a pretty cool way to open the show. I am very high up on Keith Lee as well. So this is a good way to start the show. Who wins this match? Mm, I think we're going to see Matt Riddle go over Cassius. I'm sad to say that, but... Matt Riddle is in the beginning stages of a push, and I really don't see Cassius coming out on top on this. Do I want him to? Of course I do. It's Cassius Ono. Chris Hero's the man. But it's WWE we're talking about here. All right, my fellow Smarks, that is all I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed my comments, and if you didn't, it's okay. I don't really care. Start your own podcast. If you have something you want to say to me, whether it be positive or negative, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Smarks a lot. Please follow me along with our radio broadcast partners, which would be the Fourth Wall WrestleCast, which I am a member of. You can find them on Twitter or us on Twitter at number four Fourth Wall Cast. Please also follow Wrestle Attic Radio. They are the ones that are helping us push all these great podcasts to you with all this great content. Wrestle Ad Radio is at Attic Wrestle. Once again, everyone, have a great week. I'll see you on the other side of Rumble, and I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about then, too. Until then, don't do anything I wouldn't do.